WrestleMania 36 is now a two-day event. And who's hosting it? Two huge former WWE stars show up on AEW Dynamite. And it was wonderful! Who does an empty arena show better? AEW or WWE? And did we indirectly influence a pretty popular t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com? Think so. We have more fans in our live chat than all the wrestling organizations had in their crowds combined, Brandon. This is a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was a big accomplishment of your podcast. So, send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me, Brandon Frickin' Brown. I gotta read this comment right away from Wesley Uh, uh, Turner before you even say anything about some random Russian bodybuilder. Like, I know you want to, because that's all he was talking about before he went on air. But Wesley Turner says, yo, 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 here for the podcast host of the year, Brandon. What? I won an award? <laughs> this, this is what people think of you, Brandon. So you got, you got Fernando on the chat, who absolutely hates you. And then you got Wesley Turner on the chat, who loves you. This is fantastic. You know what? I love them both equally, and I accept my award on behalf of everyone. Every co-host in the world that carries the show. I accept and hey to everyone in the live the live chat's already popping off wesley fernando april just to name a few um i mean god brandon brandon they love you as equally as i love <laughs> i love billy d williams and carl weathers now wait hold on i got a question Go all right people out there in the chat you can tell the difference between billy d williams carl weathers right no <laughs> Is but, this a thing where people think they're the same guy? By the way, Slam Hub Wrestling says this is the best a Kenny for your thoughts thumbnail ever. <laughs> thanks to Kushida Brown. Oh, Kushida yes. Brown with his. Uh, and we're gonna call you that from now on, Kushida Brown. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but so so it stems from uh, a, a random conversation with Brandon that I had, where I realized that like growing up. I guess I couldn't tell the difference between Billy D. Williams and Carl Weathers. For anybody who doesn't know who that is or who those people are, uh, Billy D. Williams played Lando Calrissian and Carl Weathers played uh, <laughs> Apollo Creed. So uh, there's a movie they do called, and I'm talking about the young young guys, by the way, when they were younger, especially. Go look up a movie called Dangerous Passions because they star in it together and you can't tell who's who on the thing. <laughs> you can't tell to, who's who on the cover, Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I should pull up that cover right now, Brandon. That's exactly what I should do. Uh, yeah, you gotta but, you gotta show the people. But the th- but the, that's the thing. Like like it became a point of like you know. Of course, Brandon's like, you see, you see, it's it's, you see? it's, that, it's that just me? Is that just me? It's not like, me. I, 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 you can't tell people apart, man. It's like Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, stop making this something it's not. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying it isn't anything. It isn't a big deal. You get them confused. But they the, kind of look alike. But that's the funny part. But that's the funny part too. Like I felt like honestly, the conversation was like I felt bad because I'm like, man, like I can't tell these these two guys <laughs> apart. And then, uh, well, let me let me also explain what happened too. Um, I know super random, but damn it, this is this is a pod, this is a quarantine episode. I don't give a crap. Well, let's be as random as humanly possible. You're all here hanging out with me. Um, 
but yeah, basically, um, I told Brandon what had really happened to trigger this again was that the Mandalorian, um, Carl Weathers is on there. And it took me forever to not realize that it was La- he was not playing Lando Calrissian, and then I was like, "Oh my God, it's Billy D. Williams that plays Lando, not um, not Carl Weathers." But then we researched it, like we went on Google and we searched their names, and it was just a bunch of people saying like, "Like, oh my God, that's not Lando on uh, that's not Lando on." Um, the Mandalorian. So I was like, oh my god, I feel better because I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're not alone. I'm not the only one. Because Brandon, now, I'm, I'm going to be blunt. No, I'm going to be blunt. Alone. I'm going to be so blunt. Brandon was trying to make it seem like <laughs> I was saying all black people look alike. It's really what happened. <laughs> but he's trying to make me feel bad. And then I went online. By the way, I have the uh, <laughs> I have the, the the cover, by the way, so everyone can see what okay. I'm talking about. The, the movie's called Dangerous Passion. And here we go. So look, it looks like Carl, like, like, you tell me which one is Carl Weathers and which one is Billy D. Williams. All right, they look exactly alike. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Carl Weathers with the gun, and then yeah. uh, Billy D. Williams is the one in the back, right? In the back, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so at least I got that. Yeah. right. But I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Billy D. Williams, people should also check out. I think it's Nighthawks. I want to say with uh, Sylvester Stallone. No, they should they should check out over the top with Sylvester Stallone. Just yeah, that's you. <laughs> hey, yo, you want you want arm wrestle me, you know? I put you down to the ground, you know? You know? I got put my hat backwards over it before I do it, you know? Huh? It's my life. <laughs> that was a great. Okay, uh, April Sylvester said Stallone. April said Carl's in the front. Okay, actually, that's what I said. Never mind, because I don't have to feel really bad. I thought she was saying yeah. the opposite of what I said, and I'm like, oh no, I got it. Li- I got it wrong live on air, which is horrible. Uh, no. See, she, she can tell. Ava can tell. <laughs> People saying that's Apollo Creed, fam. That's exactly. I know that. I'm aware. And that's my problem. It's like I thought Apollo Creed and, <laughs> and Lando Calrissian growing up were the same person. That's the problem. Like that's what I want you all to understand. Like, oh, uh, horrible, horrible. But Brandon, absolutely uh, horrible. Let's talk about this right away. Um, you know, so oh, yeah. we have. Uh, I'm wearing it actually right now. But uh, our all new Akendi for your thoughts. Don't hate brother, brother T-shirt. Um, uh-huh. Now I've decided. You know, anybody that buys this, I know all proceeds are supposed to go to stomp out bullying. I think I want to change that to uh, the World Health Organization right now. Uh, uh, help fund coronavirus <laughs> uh, research. You know. Uh, by the way, the the chat saying Brandon's brainwashing Kenny. Like this is your fault. And then uh, all, they also say Brandon Kenny gets a pass. Brandon has done it ten thousand times. Oh, wow. And Brandon does you it on see, purpose. By the I'm way, I'm not alone. But anyway, I'm not alone out there. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Buy one of these T-shirts. Like I said, I am wearing it right now, so I'll let you all see. Hey, look at that logo. fancy don't, merch. Don't hate brother, brother. It's a really big logo. Um, but again, I will. Uh, I will send this to the World Health Organization. So let's talk about that right away, actually, because I alluded to it in the intro. Uh, uh, has anyone seen Chris Jericho's new T-shirt? Do you got a? Do we got a picky, picky, picky? Yeah, let me, let me Brandon, I'm not prepared. I don't for think it. I've seen it either. I don't think I've Brandon, seen this I'm either. I'm not prepared for this. All right, uh, let's see want... Chris Jericho's new T-shirt. Brandon, I'll get, I'll get, a, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, you the man. Wait, you. Slam Hub Wrestling says Kenny Sylvester Stallone impression sounds like Arnold. No, I, I can't do Arnold. Actually, now I think about it. Get to the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper. Oh wait, wait, wait. wash your hands. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. Chris Jericho released a shirt um, in support of COVID nineteen. Um, you know, research, of course. Um, that says what? What is it, Brandon? Read, read it aloud. 
Oh, it says, uh, wash your hands, cover your mouth, shut your ass. Now, Brilliant. I asked my sisters this, and I don't know, you, you, tell me, you all tell me on the chat, am I being crazy if I think this? If you all don't remember, last week, uh, last Sunday, uh, we posted the Chris Jericho, you know, washing hands video, uh, sing, us singing Judas for 20 seconds while washing our hands, and then Brandon wipes his ass for some odd reason. Um, <laughs> Because I guess he didn't have toilet paper. But anyway, Chris Jericho, <laughs> the next day on Monday, re retweeted it. And uh, retweeted it and got obviously got really popular. And then later that week, they released the Wash Your Hands video. So I, the Wash Your Hands shirt. So I'm wondering if we indirectly caused Chris Jericho to think. Like, I'm not saying, like, we created the shirt. But my, here's what I'm thinking might have happened. Chris Jericho retweeted that and then said, you know what? Maybe, you know, that's a good thing. Like, they're do using my song. Why don't I do something to help um, the World Health Organization profit here uh, for coronavirus research? So I feel like we might have actually got his brain talking, like, working there. He and, planted the seed. And planted the seed probably is the best way to say it. So, like, I, I told my sisters, am I crazy for thinking that? And they're like, no, I mean, Chris Jericho is a person. Like, he, he retweeted it is, is the main thing. It'd be different if, like, he, he w didn't retweet it on his own personal um, Twitter page. But he did. And then, coincidentally, a couple of days later, this shirt is created. So, I don't know. Chris Jericho, let me know. That's and, right. And send and, some, and of, the, so, send some his... of the proceeds my way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. And so did his shirt inspire you to donate to the World Health Organization? It, uh, so that was that yeah. was actually coincidental um, oh, okay. because I had already kind of set a poll out. Um, like, should I continue to do stomp out bullying, which I haven't sent them any sort of check yet because oh, we haven't. No. Uh, well, one, I mean, it's just it's a small check. Like, I mean, to be blunt, yeah. to be blunt, a lot of people haven't ordered it yet. And then um, the other thing is, um, you know, they come the. Uh, spoiler alert but pro wrestling tees doesn't pay till the end of the month so mm -hmm. uh yeah so that made me change i changed it to the world health organization by the way hunter hunter says y'all just made jericho millions again he's giving that <laughs> the proceeds to the world health organization but like that's what i'm saying it's like you know if i guess that's what i'm trying to say is like if i bettered the world in some way by even just instigating the thought or or helping him out there and he did that to to funnel millions of dollars into into the who like man that's like cool that's really really cool to think about you know it's like it's stuff like that this is why i do the podcast hopefully for stuff like that and hopefully we're big enough one day that you know people buy our damn bullying shirts and we can send a check to the who ourselves just kidding guys that's right man what are you what are you drinking there i gotta ask for, huh? yeah. this is this yeah, is yeah. uh vagabond coffee uh, oh, I, I put a little hey. oat milk in it and a little sugar today Look at uh, this guy with his oat milk. <laughs> My alternative milks, brother, brother. <laughs> By the way, Fernando says, let's donate to have Brandon, uh, let's donate to have Brandon get a full-size brain. And then <laughs> Sam Hope Wrestling says, Les Champion, fan of Kenny for your thoughts confirmed. Yes, I yes, agree. Yes, Les Champion. Oh my god. By the way, he killed me. We'll get to it, but he killed me on, uh, ask Brandon. I couldn't, like, catch my breath. Uh, it was like, uh, oh yeah. Like when uh, Jericho came out. Uh, what did he say? I can't even remember now. He he said, "What did he say that, that had me dying?" I was at the beginning of his. Uh, it was the beginning of when he walked out. The promo out. thing when he walks out. Oh my oh god! My I can't remember. It's okay. I, I keep yeah. I keep remembering uh, Guevara singing his theme. Yeah, exactly. And, I was gonna uh, say yeah. Guevara was singing. Yeah. You are beautiful. Yeah. All these. And MJF's just egging him on. Wow, man. Yeah. 
Oh, that was cool with uh, MJF and uh, Sean Spears putting bets on the matches. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, we'll uh, I guess let's get to. Um, we don't. We don't have to go in order, do we? No. Um, whatever yeah. You want, let's man. talk. Let's talk, I, let's talk about the fact that uh, I feel. I feel like you know. Obviously, we had a SmackDown without a crowd. We had a Raw without a crowd. We had AEW Dynamite without a crowd. Um, I'm. I honestly feel, and you know, like. I'm quote-unquote considered a WWE mark more than anything, but I feel like AEW won wrestling this week because their uh, fanless show was so good. It was so amazing. Like, it, it, I forgot there weren't fans, and I know Brandon had a good time because <laughs> Brandon fell asleep like normal, like during AEW Dynamite. Right. <laughs> I fell asleep like I had like the perfect time, right? Like as it was like winding down, then I was like, I fell asleep. So that's how you knew it was a good episode. So, so I give get... it, I give it five coffees. Five coffees. That's right. Let's let's get a little serious <laughs> for a second because I do want to talk about this. Um, speaking of Brandon, um, I do want to get serious. I mean, you know, we have a lot going on in the world right now. You know, there's a lot of self isolation going on, and um, for a lot of people that don't understand, um. Self-isolation really isn't for you. I don't think people realize that. Like, Brandon and I get coronavirus. I'm going to be so blunt. If we get coronavirus, we'll be fine. I probably already have it, to be honest. I mean, just not showing the symptoms yet. Absolutely. And this this guy's coming to my house still, which is is crazy. Um, Breathing on his couch. But, yeah, I mean, it's. I want to say, honestly, self-isolating is not for us. Um really what's going on and i'm going to read this because this is the example i want everyone all the young people especially to understand all the people on the beaches at clearwater right now all my fellow floridians who don't seem to understand which by the way that is not just floridians that are um, on clearwater beach right now that is actually uh spring breakers from other states so don't blame us floridians but okay here's what i want to read and this is for brandon (laughs) <laughs> says fast forward to two weeks from today you wake up with a deep cough a fever and full body aches you go to the doctor and you're diagnosed with coronavirus for the last two weeks you were unaware that you were infected for the last two weeks you've continued on life as normal coffee shops spin class restaurants bars refusing or in brandon's case uh random strip clubs that stay open till 3 a.m and uh and you know little little asian women that on yeah never mind <laughs> you're refusing to even entertain the idea of social distancing because i don't feel sick you spend a few days on the couch feeling pretty crummy and then you're well again because you're young and you're healthy and you're invincible your 82 year old grandfather who you visited last week the one who wears oxygen and has a long history of COPD and heart failure, not so lucky. Social distancing, it's not about you. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm getting at is like, you know, um, bluntly, you know, my father isn't in the, in the best health. And that's my fear is like, you know, my little girl or myself, it's not like I don't necessarily care about us getting coronavirus because we'll be fine. But, you know, what happens if one of us has it and then passes it along to my father? You know what I mean? So that's kind of where my thought process is. So, guys, again, um, Social distancing is not for you, okay? But I guess you have to not be a selfish person to understand that. Um, now Put that, your parents in a home. That's right. what I say. Just get them out of the way. Says the guy who lives in his mom's house. Yeah, you just put her, says, I just wait, put her wait, away. Wait, you... I put her away in the closet. I said, look, you can't come out for a couple of weeks. See how I'm feeling. And then maybe you can come out. But, you know, before... She probably already got it. 
and survived it, I think. They said something about, like, if you were yeah. sick with the flu or something and, and uh, flu-like symptoms in, in December or so, you probably had the coronavirus. You yeah, just didn't I know. think she had it. Uh, <laughs> I probably gave it to her. Right, exactly. I mean, I mean you yeah. worked at a grocery store, so, I mean... Um, <laughs> In April, April has said something really good. Common sense isn't common, but now it's time to start developing it. I agree. And, and uh, hygiene needs to be upped a little bit there, guys. Um, not like Brandon, who doesn't wash his hands, wipes them, <laughs> wipes them on his jeans, and then goes and grabs a donut. Um, but, no, in all seriousness, you know, I, I do want to shout out the people right now. Like, well, first of all, I want to say, like, when we do these podcast episodes, I, I really knew that this podcast episode would be important because I wanted to take people's minds off of what's going on in the world just for an hour and talk about professional wrestling and talk about, you know, entertain you, have a couple laughs. Um, <laughs> by the way, Fernando's horrified at what you said about your mother. Um, <laughs> I'm, but, I'm protecting her. keeping her safe. Isolated. Isolation. Yeah, I'm yeah. all about. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, your mother should have used protection. Uh, <laughs> and then maybe I wouldn't have to deal with you. Um, <laughs> Believe me, but, they, they tell me that every, every day. <laughs> It's like good morning, mother. Yeah, you're a mistake. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, again, I just want to have a couple laughs and entertain you guys. I know I'm doing a lot more live videos. If you're paying attention to our YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Kenny for your thoughts, we'll do a, a heel feels again. Our new show this Sunday. I don't know if Brandon will be on that. He might not be. More than likely, he's not. But, um, <laughs> you guys did great, though, right? You didn't even the see reviews it. are in. Critics agree it's a smash hit. <laughs> right? But uh, to, to get serious again for a second, I know Brandon's trying to delve out of it, but uh, I did <laughs> want to thank, you know, you know, people like firefighters, nurses, doctors, all these people who were really Grocery store workers. Wait, wait, wait. Putting yeah. themselves at at risk. I don't even want to say it now because it was supposed to lead in. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil this. It, I was supposed to lead into talking about Brandon working in a grocery store and give him credit, but I already don't want to give this asshole credit because he's already been like grocery store workers, huh? Like he's looking for it. Oh my god! What? I mean, he's, look, he's looking we're, we're for me to the, talk we're about We're on the him. front lines. We're on the front lines battling. Uh, he's, he's ruined. It. He already ruined it. And That's literally, guys. Literally, I was trying to lead there. to talking serious about how brave and stuff brandon is and yet he's spoiled uh, yeah, it. I, I, I feel pretty brave but anyway, actually, i appreciate that yeah anyway doctors nurses and again grocery workers because they have to deal with uh you see i can't even say it now they they have to deal with just people panicking right now and just the vibes are all wrong and and Br people like brandon will wash his hands and and like you know <laughs> And then I Brent, can't even all the buy nice thing, all the nice perhaps. things that escaped to my brain to say about you because I was gonna say like you know yeah. I felt bad because you know I know he fell asleep last night but I felt bad because I'm like this guy might probably is probably exhausted from the amount of work that he's having to do. Uh, you're at oh, one of the yeah. jobs that are uh, still trekking on and still going on. I mean, he's going to work right after this. I won't tell everybody where you work because they'll avoid they'll do their best to avoid it and the location will close. <laughs> um, <laughs> We gotta feed the people. But anyway, right. Brandon, now that you've ruined my heartfelt segment, I guess we'll get into professional wrestling because this is why, guys, this is why I can't say nice uh, things about Brandon. You just look, saw you it can, in full motion right there. You could go no, on. I'm listening. No. Why would I, I want to say this. anything about you now? But anyway. People in the chat want to hear this. <laughs> but let's get, let's get into it. Um, did you know, um, first of all, Ed, Edge on Raw had one of the most amazing promos, and did you know he drove 17 hours in a pickup truck because of travel issues just to do that, like, two-minute oh, promo? Oh, man. 
like 17 hours and and james ellsworth again he was on episode 49 of the kenny for your thoughts podcast he posted it on his uh facebook his personal facebook i should say so maybe i shouldn't talk about it i don't know if he <laughs> accepts everybody on that one <laughs> yeah, but uh but he basically <laughs> said um you know that guys that's how you make it in the business it's stuff like that that you know sets people apart and oh my god you should have seen these comments of like yeah but he gets paid to do that and it's like i think people are missing the point like there's a reason why edge is getting paid to do stuff like that and there's a reason why you know people are like oh i don't know what his contract stipulates and it's like again i hate to say it but that mentality right there is why those people will never get paid the way edge is getting paid Edge always had the right mentality. I'm talking about Edge probably went, you know, 20 bucks. He had 20 bucks in his pocket, went to do, or or I should say maybe even like five bucks, went across a frozen lake in Canada to do a show, probably had to waste more gas money than he got paid and then come back. That's why Edge is in the position he's in right now. Not the other way around. It's not like, oh, you know, I'll say it like this. Like, Like, look at us. Like, we don't get paid to do this podcast and we still try to do it. Wait, let me fix that. I try to do it to the best of my ability. <laughs> Wait, hold on, what was Hope, that? Hopefully, one day, we have a Patreon or something like where we earn something, but that's not the point of doing this. Like, I'm willing to put in the work to get it done. But somebody somewhere right now is looking at how popular a podcast is and goes, well, yeah, you see, they're, they're popular, you know, because they have all those fans. That's why, they, uh, that's why their episodes are, are so good. Well, damn it, hold on. I'm, I'm messing up. <laughs> <laughs> foot and mouth disease right now i've been quarantined Brandon, i've been quarantined for about five days by myself okay the only two people i had visit me were or were my daughter obviously because i'm taking care of her and some idiot yeah. named brandon yeah that's crazy hey you know i like that you're being responsible and self-isolating it's good are you being re- responsible and self-isolating i mean i'm probably gonna go to the beach i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Brandon, why would you go to the beach you don't need a tan that's where all the people are man <laughs> So let's get let's get into the fact that too the biggest news coming out of WWE um, is that WrestleMania officially, by the way, is relocated to the WWE PC. Now I was driving my sisters back from college. Let me let me go into this story. So uh, Monday, I tell my sisters who were I'm not going to say what college, but they're at college, and they're like, we kind of think we want to come home, but maybe we should stay. And I'm like, no, I'm going to come get you. So I got them mm-hmm. on Monday because all their classes are online. And as I'm driving home, about five, six o'clock, I jump, or no, it was about seven o'clock. I jump into a car and I start driving back to Tampa. While driving back to Tampa, my phone is just blowing up. And to the point where I'm like putting it on do not disturb because I'm like, I can't, I'm driving, I can't do this. Um, You know, I'm sending people fake, uh, I was driving text messages like Brandon does. Wow, it was real. They're all real. Sam Hub Wrestling says his mom's asking what Kenny is drinking. It's coffee. Coffee, guys. It's early in the morning for, for us. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're driving back. And as soon as I got those texts, I'm like, oh, no, I know exactly what that means. I know exactly what that means. And sure enough, WrestleMania is relocated to the WWE PC. I start getting emails saying refund Ticketmaster this, which, by the way, it, it, it's, it's so weird. I was supposed to buy tickets off of, like, a third-party retailer. I ended up buying them off a of Ticketmaster. I, I don't know what you believe in or who's looking out for me or whatever, but like, I want to put in perspective that if I hadn't bought it on Ticketmaster, I wouldn't be getting a refund right now. Mm-hmm. It's really what it is. 
So it's just kind of crazy how things work out. Also, another crazy thing in my personal life is um, I went and picked up my sisters on that Monday. The next day, four students got diagnosed with coronavirus and they literally shut it down and they said, everyone go home. And I told my sisters, I'm like, if I had just waited one more day to come pick you up, we would have had to deal with the stress. And Brandon, you went to the same same college. Mm-hmm. You, we would have had to deal with the stress of everybody loading traffic, up, yeah, trying to and get, trying to get the yeah. hell out of there. And I'm just like, look at look at this, like look at again, serendipitous. Like I don't know what you believe in, but like someone's looking out for me. Um, I guess not so much because they they would give me a better co-host if they were really <laughs> looking out for me. But but Brandon, I mean, you'll know. I won't say what they are, but you know, you know, your your uh, your college has uh, had those special spending money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, my parents were all like, you know, basically, Flex. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my parents were basically like, spend all that because they're probably not going back. And so we went to like Starbucks oh. and we spent like a hundred dollars on like coffee and like drinks and like, brilliant. Yeah, and we were and they were talking about like, it's funny because we grew up in a very humble household, so we didn't um, we don't spend money. I'll just say it like that, you uh-huh. know, uh, but. It was funny, like we were trying to load up and then we would go, no, I think that's too much. <laughs> Mentally, we're still like, we're still frugal, which is really funny, you know. Uh, Fernando asked, Kenny, are you planning on getting tested? No, uh, let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why I'm not get, planning on getting tested because um, all of that was Monday. Today is Thursday. I would be exhibiting signs of coronavirus by now if, uh, if, if I did have it. Um, so, I mean... <coughs> <laughs> Unless this is really mild, right? Could it just yeah. be one of those things like everybody's kind of really, got yeah. it. Like it's your mild sex, enough. Like your that, sex yeah. life, really mild. Exactly. <laughs> but um, anyway, really so, so WrestleMania, man, let's pick up the energy. I could feel uh, like we're uh, faltering uh, here. We've been uh, self-quarantined uh, too long. Uh, let's pick it up, brother. What do you need? A Hulk Hogan You need a bro- Tampa, Florida's not getting WrestleMania. The whole Hulkamania, brother. So, yeah. There, so yeah. the WrestleMania is yeah. now at the Performance Center. That was That was tweeted out on Monday. Um, but now, as of yesterday, it's been tweeted out that one Gronk is going to be the ho- the host of WrestleMania, which is crazy. Yeah, I, yeah I, not, Mo, not Mojo Raleigh, but you know. Gronk and Mojo are going to be here. But Gronk is going to be the host, and then not only that, it is now a two day event. So not only April fifth, but April fourth, a Saturday, and Brandon. Did not was not happy about this. So Brandon, I guess you give your thoughts. But also, one positive is that it's going to be a, a multiple locations. Okay, so yeah, how's this going to work? So they're going to do something at the performance center, and then have some people over, like I don't know, in Georgia or something, and well, then have some people sprinkle over kinda, here. Like, so when we first got the news that it was going to the PC, and we've seen Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown were pretty awkward. I'm just going to say it like that. They were pretty awkward. They did their best, but. The vibe is just not right, and I think they probably sense that, especially since, for, especially for WrestleMania. Um, so I think the last-minute decision was made to do the, this two-day event. Um, it's good because now they can do it in different studios, different people. Also, think about this in a health way. That means less people at the performance center. So they're going to have mm-hmm. groups of people at, at different places, which is good, which is honestly really, really good. Guys, hit, hit me up in the chat. Everyone's a little bit, everyone's sleeping right now. Everyone, Brandon, right. but the chat's not <laughs> popping off. It's similar. Again, we're all, we're all really affected by this self uh, <laughs> Right. Well, th- no, well I, I pose another question. Should they just cancel it outright instead of splitting it up 
Well, that's what our uh, friend Drew, who's on uh, Heel Fields, our new show, right. uh, was saying. And I, I, I beg this question. Why not have some normalcy in our life and have events go on? Because I think that's really the thing. It's like, I get why people want to cancel it, but like, why would you just outright cancel a WrestleMania? This is kind of historic, you know what I mean? I wasn't excited when it was relocated to the PC, obviously, because speaking from a personal level, Brandon, we had tickets to WrestleMania. This was supposed to be my vacation. I don't know if it was your vacation, but, you know, you were going with me. <laughs> At least that. We were supposed to, day, we yeah, were supposed to be, go, yeah. We were supposed to see Thick Boy at TakeOver. <laughs> We're not going to see Thick Boy anymore. We're not so going to get to see Thick Boy anymore. We won't go to. The, we won't get to see the Hall of Fame, Brandon's favorite event. And oh then wait, we weren't going. We can't attend Access, which again is Brandon's one of Brandon's favorite events. Oh man, Access. Oh man, you gotta love Access. It's Brandon hates the Hall of Fame and Access, just so everyone knows. He like anything where he the, the funny part. He sleeps all the time, but anything where he has to be just kind of like standing still, he hates it. Maybe that's why. Like he's afraid. Like he's afraid yeah. the, the narcolepsy will kick in. <laughs> you know, people in chat are saying I was looking forward uh, to take over more than Mania. I think we all were. Um, I think we all well, were. This will be the most memorable Mania for many years to come. Yeah, for better or for worse, uh, this will be the most memorable. Um, anyway, like I was saying, I think when they injected they injected new life into this thing when they announced that Gronk. it was two days and that Gronk was yeah. hosting. It was like okay. Like, now I'm excited for Mania again, because now we add a different element. It's not just going to look like Raw and SmackDown have looked. Uh, quite frankly, I don't think the PC is a good setting. Because it's, like very, it? it's very, it's very, well, not, the problem is, it's kind of like um, being in a relationship with a girl, and you think <laughs> your relationship's fine, until you see two people where a relationship looks, like, you almost go, wow, that's a, what a relationship should look like, the way those two love each other, and you realize how bad yours is. That's kind of what, what happened with me this week because I was like, ah, Raw and SmackDown weren't bad. And then AEW Dynamite came in and just blew the roof off the place and just went, I went, that's what a show is supposed to look like. They dimmed the lights on the crowd. Like WWE insisted on lighting the whole area up <laughs> so you could see that there was no seats. They insisted on the hard cam having the, the seats in the background, whereas AEW and Daily's place did it to where you can only see the entranceway. And then AEW put people in the crowd. They put... Uh, wrestlers just sitting there betting money, like you said, MJF and stuff. Like, it looked so much better, and wrestlers were, like, Chris Statlander couldn't stop laughing because wrestlers were shouting stuff at her. Like, it came across a lot more intimate. Like, it was a lot more intimate of a setting. AEW actually, to me, blew WWE out of the water with their presentation. That's weird to say. That's weird to say in terms of, like, this is supposed to be the up-and-coming company, but they got it right. And... Go ahead. Would yeah? Would you like to see uh, other events in the future, like empty arena, sort of like this? Even though it was kind of weird, like no, no. I, I would, would say they're, they're, well, yeah. Go nothing, on. nothing trumps the crowd being there. Like, like they're, this is just they're, a making, they're as much a part of the show as anything, right? right? If not the main part of the show, you know what I mean? This is uh, <laughs> this is still weird, but it's like again, it's just like they made the best of what they have, um, and yeah. I mean, there were rumors. There were rumors actually of WrestleMania being uh, switched to MSG on June seventh, which is obviously not happening with the announcement of Gronk doing a two day. Um, so yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I will say, even though it was it was a little weird with the crowd not being there, uh, it was funny. I think somebody mentioned in like a forum or something. It was like uh, it was kind of nice not having the crowd there, like chanting, you know, what or what? something silly like that during certain like promos, especially you know during like the Edge promo or you know. Uh, some of the other promos on the show. So it like, oh, the uh, Cena, Cena and um, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, yeah. So it was like, it was actually good that it I sort don't of think, had okay, that so, empty arena. So I don't think anybody, I think everybody's looking at that wrong. Like they got it half right. But the thing is with those promos, it was not necessarily a reflection of a lack of crowd. It was more of a reflection of, think about the people that were involved in those segments. John Cena and Edge specifically are two trained actors. They've been in, on TV shows and movies. Like, I knew those two would have good promos by themselves. Edge, really, by the, by the time Raw came on, there was obviously an initiative to look at the camera. On SmackDown, it was really awkward because they were still, like, Bailey and Sasha, I think I said it. I'm going to be blunt. It was very obvious they were WWE products because they were <laughs> doing the WWE-trained way of doing things as opposed to improvising and thinking like it doesn't matter what the producers say if there's no audience here look at the camera mm-hmm. it's almost like i felt like they were afraid to look at the camera and get in trouble whereas like john cena's like f it i'm john cena <laughs> and john cena's like all right blah 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 starts talking into the camera bray wyatt did such a good job because to me it added to his craziness that he was kind of looking around yeah. and he was kind of like talking with to no one and then finally he's like you John Cena, and he looks just dead at John Cena. It came across so well. Um, I forgot that there wasn't a crowd there. That was the one segment on SmackDown that made me forget there wasn't a crowd there. Um, Triple H stole the show, by the way, on SmackDown. Let's say that. Triple H stole the show. He he was only, if if no one realizes this, he was supposed to be on one segment. Left. And he said that on air. He left. And then he was tweeting. like Everybody was tweeting like, oh my god, Triple H is so funny. And then all of a sudden he's back out and he and they're like Michael Cole's like, What are you doing here? He's like, Well, I heard everybody was tweeting about me, so I came back. <laughs> and so it's like they called an audible, they realized that Triple H was basically SmackDown and he did a all good right. job. Like I, I basically tweeted out, I said, Okay, let's just cancel Ron SmackDown and put Triple H on air for five hours by himself and it'll be hilarious. Yeah. Dude, Triple H is a lot more talented than anyone will ever give him credit oh, for. Oh, man, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You, you almost forget, like, how good he is until, like, yeah, you get little segments right. like this. It's really cool to have him and Cole together since they have all the history together, you know, working in the company. Right. And I they, loved, they've I loved really Cole. played well off of each other. I love Cole saying, like, you know, when I came in this company, DX was giving me shit, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so like, giving Wendy's new. and stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. nothing new for me. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they did such a good job. Again, Triple H... He's one of the best of all time. He never gets credit. People always go, well, because he married into the McMahon family. It's like, forget the McMahon family. Triple H would have been a Hall of Famer by himself before oh, yeah. before he ever married Stephanie McMahon. And people forget that. They want to they just, like, reduce his career down to marrying Stephanie McMahon. But he was the best guy to marry Stephanie and because he got into the family business. I'm glad Triple H is the guy, if you will. Um, and like I said, he ran SmackDown Raw. Uh the one MVP on Raw that I feel like everyone really needs to give credit to and y'all sleep on him was Byron Saxton. <laughs> Byron Saxton just killed it in that Austin segment at the end. By the way, Brandon, he just so in the crowd. He got kicked in the dick. He took a full on shot like, to the it dick. It looked like he took it twice, like to the dick. Oh my God. Like, Austin couldn't guy. get that foot up. No, he, could he hit little Byron. Off. He hit little Byron before the stunner, and poor Byron had to sell the stunner, oh, not man. grab at his crotch. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh 
But Byron, Byron doesn't get enough credit because Byron, Byron stole that segment. Uh, he did really, really well. And he plays that little, like, stupid, like, oh, like, you know, character so well. Uh, I saw Byron at um, FCW back in the day, and Byron even back then showed signs of, like, okay, this guy's got talent. Um, but yeah, but l- let's talk about the fact that Brandon was supposed to come over for Raw. Wait. I had driven, I had driven freaking two hours back and forth, and then Brandon, Brandon uh, has me wait. Like bluntly, I had driven back and made it in time. I'm gonna be so blunt. I made it back in time for Brandon to show up. I literally timed my day so Brandon could show up at my house. And I get back. I sit, I'm sitting on my couch, and I'm like, "Where are you?" And what had what had gone from live raw to delayed raw now became, "Hey man, uh." Maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't come over. Uh, I think we'll just catch AEW Dynamite live. And I was like, "All right, all right, cool, whatever." So I'm sitting Wait, on this did couch. I say live? You did I say live. Were saying live. Oh, that you was did a say mistake. live. And, that was and, and luckily, I had uh, my friends at the Double Turn Podcast was was like, "Hey, we want to do a live with you on Instagram." Oh, nice. Uh, so <laughs> luckily, luckily they um, I had something to do, but I didn't get to start Raw till midnight because of how inconsiderate <laughs> freaking Brandon was. Because I was sitting there waiting on him, and he never texted me. I had to text him to see Damn. where he was. So I start Raw at midnight. I didn't get to sleep till like three in the morning be- watching Raw because of this guy. An empty arena show, and I stayed awake. So just for the record, you know, unlike Brandon. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was a mistake. Oh, by the way, so yeah. Brandon on Wednesday, uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm like, hey, when you coming? You're gonna come, be over at eight o'clock for uh, AEW Dynamite. Brandon's like, no, nah, I'll be there at like ten thirty. So now, what was supposed to be AEW Live became AEW delayed. This is what I have to deal it's with with Brandon. Brandon's, Brandon's really, Brandon's really inconsiderate with my time. Like, if I had known, I would have stayed at my sister's college a little bit longer than rushing back to try to make it in time because Look, because I had what? promised. Wait, because I had promised Brandon. That I would watch the show with him if I had uh-huh. known if he had been man enough to text me and say, oh, "I'm not going to be able to make it." I would have yeah. stayed out longer. You, you know what? I might have saved you from Corona, catching it. You know, because you rushed back, you weren't in the exposure zone for too long. Let me call attention to the chat because I haven't been reading yeah. them. Um, so let's see. Uh, Slam Hope Wrestling says, when we get back to wrestling shows with crowds, that first show will be a huge celebration. I agree. Uh, and April, April be, is saying, oh my God, Brandon, you're the worst. I agree. <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to leave you to do your own monologue for a second because I got to get something while you talk. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, wherever this guy's getting, he's, he's going somewhere to get something. Uh, I just like to say, you know, as a grocery worker, we're fighting on the front lines against the coronavirus. And, you know, it, it's crazy. All, all the sanitation, uh, all the hand washing you have to do. I mean, we got people hacking, coughing, bodily fluids everywhere. I mean, we just have to clean all this stuff up. And then, you know, people are hoard, hoarding the products, you know, panic shopping. Yeah. And we get out at the end of the day, we just want to buy a roll of toilet paper, you know. That's it. I, That's I all just, I'm asking. I just went and got a mask. Sleeve one. I just went and got a mask so I can... Uh... I don't. I'm not susceptible to your ignorance. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this protects me. Uh, for those of you in Audio Land right now, I am wearing a wearing a one of those masks. I don't know how to. I don't know what to say. But yes, so Brandon. Yes. <laughs> this is our worst episode ever, by the way. <laughs> no, this is fantastic. Damn self quarantine episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what was we up some, with? It, yeah. What was up with Undertaker's attire? Did anyone notice that? He came out looking like American yeah, Badass. No, yeah. Right? And see, oh. you, everybody's like, no, American Badass, they come back. I like he did like an in-between thing. He like oh. combined the best of both. Sorry, American I, Badass I and The Undertaker. I didn't know how to drink my coffee. There. <laughs> you um, drinking coffee. You should have cut a little hole in there for the straws. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I man. had something to say, but I I, re I refrained from saying it. Um, yeah, The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> yeah. So the, if anyone didn't notice there, when I wore the uh, the mask, my green screen went crazy. And it was like see-through for the second. So <laughs> Slam Home Wrestling saying, Kenny tore the green screen and made a mask out of it. <laughs> Which is funny because the mask is blue. I don't know why it's doing that. It's not green. It's yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, look, April, April actually has some really good advice, which is maybe if yeah. Brandon stays awake for an entire show, the virus will die down. So I guess we're, we're going to hey. be plagued with the virus for at least 10 years. There is no way Brandon's going to stay awake for an entire show. Brandon, how many how many coffee cups do you give AEW Dynamite? Like I said at the beginning of the show, I give it five coffee cups. Yeah. <laughs> five coffee five, cups. Five coffee cups. Dude, let's talk about let's talk about AEW Dynamite because I feel like that was the uh, no pun intended the sleeper hit of the week. Um, I I expected AEW Dynamite to be the worst show of the three, just because of the circumstances. Just because. I'm like, this is my thought process. I was like, WWE has the performance center, which is all equipped for, for their show. AEW Dynamite's being forced to go to Daly's place, and they're supposed to have some big reveals in front of nobody. So I'm thinking, like, this is going to be really awkward, especially since AEW Dynamite is in its infancy. So, you know, they're not used to working cameras as much. You know, a lot of these indie guys go from working 20 people to, like, all of a sudden working these big crowds, and now they have mm -hmm. to go back to working to, to in front of no one? Like this is, I'm like this is gonna be awkward. There's no way, and you know, I didn't. I don't say that as a shot to AEW. I was just like, oh man, like bless their hearts. Like this is this is a really tough spot to be in. I was wrong in every sense of the word. They come out, they did everything right. They put the wrestlers on the side of the ring. They got Brandy Rhodes announcing. Like this felt like a really like this felt like someone's barbecue or something. Like a really personal event that we were getting to watch. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, it didn't feel like, oh, a big wrestling show. Like, they did it like, they made it seem like a very intimate affair. Like, here, this is for you at home. I think that's what WWE failed to do. They failed to be like, this is for you at home. Cody Rhodes starting out with, like, a speech that gave me chills. Like, chills. Cody Rhodes I did, did that, that promo so right. He rallied the troops as he always does. You know, it, you felt it right here in the heart. And... I love the fact that they dimmed the lights again, made it very intimate. Just put lights on the ring. Again, all, all the wrestlers, all the elite were doing stuff in house. I love the fact that the wrestlers were out there. You had the heels on one side, the baby faces on another side. Like, yes, Trent did the most awkward jump outside of the ring ever. But, hey. then, but then Jungle Boy and then Jungle Boy was like, I will see your awkward jump out of the ring and I will go and I will kick the butcher as hard as humanly possible after jumping out. We uh, had two of the best tag team matches in North America on one episode of AEW. How many coffee cups? How many coffee cups? Dude? Six coffee cups. <laughs> Six. You, you're worse than Meltzer. Six coffee cups. For Six this match. coffee cups. So for anyone that doesn't know that hasn't listened for to last week's episode, alone. Brandon has it out for Dave Meltzer for giving six stars to the tag team match at AEW Revolution. And now Brandon has come up with his own rating system, which basically all the rating system is, is that... 
if Brandon stays awake for an event, it is instantly a, or for the match, I should say, it's instantly a five, five star classic. But because uh, it is sleep based, Brandon has decided to use a caffeine measuring system and right. call it coffee cups. So ironically, I'm, yes, I'm drinking out of a coffee cup, <laughs> but yes. So and Hunter says Sammy and MJF yeah. stole the show. I agree with that. Like they did such a good job. Uh, Sammy grabbing a mic spontaneously and singing Chris Jericho's song, just like everybody would. Jericho's grinning ear to ear when that's happening. By the way, the, the Jericho line was something about Excalibur. And I can't remember now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't. Somebody in the chat, what was the there. first line that Chris Jericho said? Yes, yes. Look, I love, I love everyone in the chat right now. Slam Hope yeah. Wrestling says, interesting fact that Kenny would love Cody, but he didn't have his usual God intro this week. And that's exactly why I loved it. <laughs> I, when he came out for the match at the end, ask Brandon my reaction when it was just like yes. wrestling has yeah. more he than one real family. Actually, that yeah. was the line. I just remember yeah. the line. Uh, because Chris Jericho goes, Art Anderson and his Waffle House menu. Uh, waffle. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The Waffle House menu. And Holy I'm God. dying. I mean, I'm yeah. turning beat red when Chris Jericho said that. <laughs> but, yeah, I was popping for Cody because he didn't do the, ah, he just came out. Normal song. That's the Come only on, thing I don't I... like about Cody is that stupid intro. I give that <laughs> negative six coffee cups. Okay, wow. Negative six coffee cups for that intro. But AEW, you could see what show I thought was the best because my energy has come come alive for uh, AEW Dynamite. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, we get the Dark Order coming out and then saying the Exalted One is near, the Exalted One is near. And then SCU comes in and, and uh, Christopher, Daniels, uh, Chris, Christopher Daniels says, uh, by the way, I noted this to Brandon. Mm -hmm. I told Brandon, I said, notice when I say Christopher Daniels, I can't not say it like AJ Styles. So for some reason, when I say Christopher Daniels, I have to say Christopher Daniels. Like how, how AJ Styles says, Christopher Daniels, you may, be, <laughs> you may be the best wrestler in the world, but I, and, you know, and that's more of his TNA wrestling promo style. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Christopher Daniels comes out and says, um, you know, there is no exalted one. Cut to a video that they showed on the big screen. And the Exalted One came in the form of Brody Lee, the former Luke Harper, which uh, kudos to AEW's production team because they tweeted out that they had gotten that done in four hours. Oh, wow. So obviously, I think he was supposed to just come out, but because there was no crowd, they called the Audible and said, let's do like an intro video and kind of do a little package and make it cooler. You know, uh, right. four hours right. they did that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was cool how it too. started in the beginning because I couldn't necessarily tell who it was. Yeah, like they did it was a good hard job to tell hood, by the, the, yeah, the dimensions of his body. Yeah, like who who, who was supposed to be. So that, I agree that, with that. that. I agree with that. And then as he got closer, and right. like I loved how they did it because he got closer, and as they got cl uh, closer. They started like taking the effect down because the voice originally was like this, the dark order person covered like it was like that. Yeah. And then as he got closer, they were taking that filter off, taking it off until you're like, hey, is that Luke Harper's voice, Brody Lee's voice? And then sure enough, he takes off the hood. Um, I really like when they cut from the video package and then he was in the ring like that was a really, really cool camera shot. I thought they did it well. The overall consensus I'll give you for AEW is that I really forgot there was no crowd. They did such a good job 
in every aspect. There is nothing I can really pick apart. The only two things I can pick apart from AEW <laughs> are the two dives out of the ring from Trent and Jungle Boy when they had a little miscommunication. Oh, uh, did you see... Uh... Jake, Jake Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny part, yeah, the Jungle Boy does because you can see Luchasaurus go, "What the hell?" Like say, or like he says something, and then Jungle Boy jumps out of the ring, like for a dive, and then just kicks uh, the butcher. And Jake Roberts, when they showed the re- which, by the way, they showed a replay of it like four times, <laughs> if it wasn't bad enough. But Jake Roberts, you literally see him go. <laughs> Jake Roberts puts his hand over his face. It was hilarious, hilarious. Um. Oh, man. <laughs> that was funny. Oh. Best spots of the night. Which, by the way, I think, I, I don't know, is it, is it just me or did Brody Lee, Brody Lee look like he got his hair done? Like, as in, like, maybe got some plugs or something. Was he graying or something? No, not is graying. Is that he what was you were saying? He was bald. Or? He was like. Oh, he was bald. Oh, okay. If you had looked when he was in the. In, yeah. uh, what, what's, uh, what was the team name when he and uh, Harper. He and Harper. He and uh, Eric Rowan. The Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, when they were in the Bludgeon Brothers and he tied his hair up real tight, it was really Uh, obvious how bald he was. And his hair looks thick. His his hair looks thicker than Bronson Reed. His hair looks thicker. That's Thick Boy, Brandon. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 of course. Brandon Brandon doesn't know who Thick Boy is. Yeah, his hair looks (laughs) thicker than Thick Boy. And, uh, yeah. And Slam Hub Wrestling points out, you know, did anyone notice that Brody Lee had Daniels in the Sister Abigail position before hitting the discus clothesline? Yeah. And did anyone also notice that he, that he, uh, in terms of Christopher Daniels, he said something about, like, this is not the first time that an old man has misunderstood what I represent. Ooh, Which was definitely, de- definitely a little shot shot at uh, Vince McMahon there. <laughs> damn it! I understood! I just didn't <laughs> give a damn! That's, that's, that's what right. it was. That's because he's got Gronk coming, baby. Let's yep. do it. Gronk first yeah, exalted one. Who wins? We shall see. But anyway. Um, let's also get to the end of the end of the night when uh Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy finally debuted. Oh man. It was funny too. I asked Brandon. I was like, Do you hear that buzzing sound? And Brandon like yeah. perks up and he listens. And I dude, I I don't miss a damn thing. I was I yeah. heard that buzzing sound. I'm like, what is that? And then sure enough, you hear and, and and I'm like, oh, it's Vanguard One. And, yeah, I didn't uh, catch it. I was like, I thought like maybe it was just some weird empty arena mic feedback noise or something. Right, yeah, so like, like I was, was like, like, like I was like, what? But yeah, I'm like, yeah, what, what is that? And then sure enough, Vanguard One flies in, and uh, so we have blood and guts next week. We have uh, taking the place of Nick Jackson is Matt Hardy. So Vince Damn. Vince would have Vince would have fixed that situation. By the way. Really quick, because you have Matt Jackson on a team and Matt Hardy. Vince McMahon would have been like, damn it, you can't have two Matts on a team. They'll get confused. We're going to call you Jackson. <laughs> it's good shit. That's why. That's why he does it. You know you know what? Fans are stupid. We, we can't. We, someone can't be named John Cena and John Morrison and John this. Yeah. Like, we'll be like, Ooh, yeah. wait, his, yeah. I thought he was John and he's Too John. Right. Yeah. It's what, too much John. <laughs> But honestly, uh, yeah, yeah. good. No, no, no. Yeah, so these were both, I, I think, you know, everybody agrees. These are both sort of amazing debuts. Or, you know, these are debuts people wanted to see happen. They wanted Absolutely. Um, uh, Brody Lee to come in. They wanted Matt Hardy to come in. Uh, my only question is, you know, is it maybe problematic that they're sort of bringing in WWE guys, you know, yeah, Brandon, guys that uh, still have that made, WWE stink? Brandon made uh, fun of that, like, a, you know, Brandon, <laughs> in a troll way. So Brandon's leaving and he goes, you know, I'm really glad that AEW's bringing in all these WWE stars. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for whatever Brandon says when he's walking out the door and infecting my uh, doorknob with coronavirus, 
Uh, it's probably somebody tweeting it out right afterwards. And, uh, and, uh, and I said, you know what? It, it, it's who they're bringing in. And this is the mistake WCW made versus what AEW is doing. And I, for anybody that says, well, WCW did this. No, WCW would take the old washed up stars that had really big name value and bring them to their company. The Hogan's, the Macho Man's, who were bluntly past their prime. And yeah, I know Hogan ended up doing big business in WCW, but as a general consensus, they brought in older stars with bigger names. AEW is taking people, you know, obviously Matt Hardy's older, but they're taking people that were misused in WWE. They're not necessarily taking people like they're not taking the big names from WWE. So here, here's something random, actually, um, since we have a little time here. Something, something random I wanted to talk about is, um, you know, the, the WWE stars that are in the men's division are really going to add to AEW's roster because you have Chris Jericho working with younger stars. Matt Hardy is going to work with younger stars. Put these, these guys on the map, okay? I didn't realize that the women's division doesn't have that. I don't think that's one big thing that's missing from the women's division is that an old name. Could be the WWE name. No, not WWE name necessarily, but oh. like an old, older, established star. Like, and, and here's the thing. Gail Kim. That's, that's actually Make who I was just about to say. I know she retired, but the one name that comes to my mind is Gail Kim. Because she could be somebody who can teach the next generation. A Molly Holly, but she's not going to wrestle again. Mickey James would have fit that role perfectly if she wasn't in WWE. They need someone like that to be the ring general for the women's division. And I didn't realize it before. I didn't realize the uphill battle that the women's division's fighting by having all new stars that need to establish themselves. Because they don't Let's have that person. That's another name I was going to say was uh, the beautiful people. Madison Rain. You know, just these are names that I feel like could come into AEW and make a difference in the women's division. So, random, but, you know, I thought... Um, and yeah, Hunter says TNA became WCW 2.0 is the WWE retirement home. Yeah, I agree with that. Remember Junior fought two in TNA. Oh my God. Yeah, when he came in and uh, who did he beat? Uh, Bobby Roode, I think, clean and then went away. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, thanks, guy. Uh, but Brandon, before we go, anything yes. else you want to talk about? Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is the biggest news in the world. Bigger than Corona. Bigger than Matt Hardy. Oh, yes, the GOAT is coming to Tampa Bay. That's right. Oh, my God, Tom Brady you're talking about? Tom freaking Brady <laughs> is coming to Tampa Bay. The Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, is supposed I, to be a Ray J 2021. I'm freaking hyped right now, man. You think you think the Bucks are going to be playing in their I home think, arena? I think we're going to be playing our home arena. So uh, I'm excited. Stadium, I should say, I'm no. excited. No, screw that. Because I said I remember tweeting out. I said Tom Brady is not a fair trade for WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, it is fair trade. Tom Brady is not a fair trade for me. Miss Re WrestleMania. I'll take Brady. Ugh, I was so pissed off about that. Not and not, not at Tom Brady, but just you know, obviously we're not going to WrestleMania, so it's like, oh, that sucks so much. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady coming here. I mean, I was surprised. I was actually really, really surprised at that. And um, I said, you know, it probably makes sense. Like, you know, you, you have this established team that you're on and it's like, you've done all that you can. They don't need you anymore. Let's go finish out your career on a fledgling team where you can bring some good into it. And of course, I mean, it's sunny Florida. You can go to the beach like all the people with coronavirus are doing. So, you know. <laughs> <That's so sick. laughs> Oh, something you know I forgot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, so Deanna, 
Tiana Perrazzo had tweeted out out, um, that she can do the whole verse of look at me now. All right. And as everyone knows, Deanna Perrazzo is my crush. So I said, if, if Deanna Perrazzo can, can wrap this verse, I'm pretty much going to have to propose. Now, if you look at the right hand corner here, the first person to like that was the virtuoso (laughs) herself, Deanna Perrazzo. So all I'm saying is to the haters, like Drew, like Drew, one step closer, one step closer to going on Plant them seeds, right? To, go, to going on a date with Deanna Perrazzo. <laughs> Listen, I know you're self-quarantined right now, Deanna. Hit me up. Hit me up <laughs> on my DMs. We can quarantine together. We can have a Netflix party and watch a That's movie right. together. He's got he's got two masks, so... I actually have four masks. Yeah, there you go. Look, this is my new Tinder profile right here. If you're in audio land, I'm, I'm posing with a uh, oh, quarantine mask here. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> fantastic guys. You know, again, what? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna add Deanna on uh, Instagram. What on your world yeah. record Brandon account? <laughs> oh, one of them. Brandon has a Brandon has a couple uh, couple creeper <laughs> creeper accounts. Burner accounts, yeah. Burner accounts. There we go. Um, the guys, I mean. That's it. <laughs> go, <laughs> Fernando says, go for it. Can you slide into those DMs like Batista? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I walk for miles inside this bit of danger. Sorry. Sorry. It's Fantastic. Just, I love that song. That's, that's probably the best, best wrestling theme ever. But anyway, guys, I hope we took your mind off of what's going on in this world for just a little bit. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably next Thursday or Friday. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit more content, so pay attention to youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Um, I'm specifically trying to anything I can think of. We can watch some WWE Network together, do something like that. Um, I'm all for it. Thank you guys for listening. This is episode 72 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Before you go in the YouTube chat right now, the live chat, please give a video a thumbs up and just comment something in this in the comment section. Comment what you think about Brandon's new rating system. <laughs> if you think it's, it's effective. It's, it's revolutionizing the way we think about professional wrestling, all right. right? Right. So hit me up with a comment about what you think about Brandon's rating system and him hitting the microphone stand just now. <laughs> all right, guys. And yes, uh, for people asking, yes, uh, we will we'll be doing a new Heel Feels episode this Sunday. Uh probably the first actual episode uh, because the last one was just a pilot. So we'll do our first episode here. And again, maybe we'll put a little donation thing. So for every dollar that you send, we have to take a shot. <laughs> we're going to be get so drunk. We're going to be so drunk by the end of it. But uh, hey, it's just something to do during this quarantine times. Why not? But anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your day. And please go on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. You know I'm going to be available all day. We're all self-quarantining. AKFYT Wrestling. Hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk some wrestling.